1: Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists. Hello and welcome to another edition of Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists with me, Diana O'Carroll. This week, I've got a sizzling poser for our expert.
2: Hi, this is Robin. I'm calling from California in the USA. Uh, I had a question about electric eels. I was wondering how do they themselves do not get hurt by the electric trucks that they use to communicate or stun prey? And since they're in water, how far does the current carry?
1: So how can an eel generate 500 volts without cooking itself? Well, here's the answer.
3: I'm Dr Mark Briffer and I'm a lecturer in marine biology at the University of Plymouth. First of all, an electric eel isn't really an eel. It's a member of a family of fish called gymnotids or knife fish and the scientific name is rather aptly Electrophorus electricus. In most animals, electric currents are used in nerves to carry information and to control muscle movements. And what makes fish like electric eels special is that they can exploit this property of muscle tissue and discharge bursts of electric current into the surrounding water. And they do this using an electric organ made out of modified muscle tissue in the tail. If electric eels can generate these strong discharges, what stops them from electrocuting themselves Well, first of all, the electric organs are in the flanks of their tail and this means that the discharge occurs closer to the water than to the eel's internal organs. And since water is more conductive than body tissue, the charge travels away from the eel. There's a second possibility and that's that because the discharge is very quick, the current doesn't flow for long enough to shock an animal as large as an electric eel. But for its prey, which are usually smaller fish, the short burst is enough to shock and stun or sometimes even kill them. So electric eels are unlikely to cause a damaging electric shock to humans, but it's still not going to be a very pleasant experience to be on the receiving end of one. And an impressive two metre long pet electric eel probably isn't a very good idea. It's quite difficult to work out how far the discharge will, will travel, but prey being stunned or killed up to a distance of two metres away from the eel have been reported.
1: Eels must still have electrical receptors, however, as they need to communicate. But back to the more human method of communication, writing.
3: Hi, this is Thomas from Uttlesford, and I'm a science teacher. This is my question. What is the smell of old books? The older the book the better it smells. I'm not talking about the old, mouldy smell of an ill-kept book. I'm talking about the heartwarming smell of a book you've loved and kept for 20 years. So what is the smell of
2: old books?
1: And after that, we'll be looking at other sources of smelliness.
2: Hi, I'm John Montserrat from Cambridge, Mass in the USA. And When I hear music, I have a perception in my brain about how noisy it is. Uh, loud things always feel loud to me, and quiet things always seem quiet, of course. It doesn't matter whether it's a high note or a low note or a trumpet or a piano, my sense of how big the noise is, is always accurate. So my question is, how accurate is my sense of bigness for smell? Well, I sense a very strong smell like rotten food, does that mean there's a lot of this odor in the air? Or can my nose play tricks on me by being super sensitive to some smells that are actually tiny?
1: So if you know what makes a book smell so good, or why one is more intense than the other, get in touch by emailing question of the week at thenakedscientist.com or put your ideas in our forum. That's thenakedscientist.com forward slash forum question of the week is part of the naked scientists podcast and supported by the epsrc the Wellcome trust and uk fast look us up online at nakedscientists.com
0: thinking about your next career move in research and development then it's time to make your move to the uk